This is Lenisky, hostess of the Supernova podcast. FYI, we've extended the Cosmobiology competition by a week and we'll be crowning five lucky winners on the 15th of August, 2014. But in today's podcast, we're chatting to Helene about the evolution of one's business and the power of manifestation. Here's your chance to tune into greatness. Well, Helene, welcome to the Supernova podcast. So great to have you here and so great to to connect with you. Well, I'm excited to be here. What really struck out for me is like you've had such a, it feels like a flip. Like when, when I was reading about your work and and things, this just transformative experience, which you, you expressed as this phoenix rising from the ashes. And I was just like, wow. I, <laughs> You know, and I and I think it, it just it's just really really powerful because we all need to go through so much levels of transformation. And when we meet our moments, and when we remember that we actually asked for this thing that, that that that's coming to us, that it is it's completely different. It's the birth of something so different and so new, and we just need to step into it, and we just need to own our power in that space. Well, that's so interesting that you say it. We did ask for it because I remember probably about 30 years ago writing out three paragraphs or four paragraphs, how I want to live my life. And I had learned the way to use affirmations to make something happen. Mm -hmm. And I did that. It took several hours to put it into the energetic effect. And I'm still living it. (laughs) So it's like if I'm not making the changes spirit wants me to make, they hit me until I do, until I'm forced into it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you thought you were going to get to take it easy? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, that's why I always say, you know, it really does start with a bang. And that's why I really love the supernova concept because as I've been looking into the supernova thing and, um, you know, learning about it, I, I, I'm no scientist. I, I, I don't really follow that. But I just love the idea of you know, all these stars die out and they lose their shine or they're competing and they're trying to shine each other out. And when I came into it from a marketing perspective, that you know, that's predominantly the way people approach marketing. They want to be the brightest in the room. They they want to own that space. And having worked in the film industry and the entertainment industry, you know, it became so ego-centered and it was just like, oh no, like, isn't there a better way to do this? Because it's just like this facade. And looking at the supernova concept, it's, it's a star that refuses to die. It's a star that refuses to compete on any other's level. And, you know, she implodes. She, some people say, you know, it dies, but some people say it's a birth. And it becomes such a transmissive energy. And it's just so powerful. And, you know, that's where you really need to step it up. That's where it really comes with a bang. And that's where you're getting, you know, the universe is not going to let you off easy because the level just got raised every single time. Yes. You know, it's so interesting that you talk about the way marketing has been done with each one trying to be the superstar in the room. Mm -hmm. And I think what's different in what's occurring now is there's really quite a movement for the feminine 
to become much stronger. And to me, part of feminine power is about bringing it all together because we all have so many gifts and that each one adds their piece. And then we all go through another level uh, together. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I see it. So it's more about collaboration and how we can put our gifts to help increase each other. Mm-hmm. So that's really images that I've had for like 25 years. No, absolutely. And I mean, you, you understand it because you're in business and you see the level of competition that happens there. And one of the things I was talking with a friend uh, recently, because, um, you know, women do tend to collaborate, but um, I was doing something and, you know, it's it's so easy to step into that old frame because that's that's been the structure we've been raised in. And, yes. and we need to keep reminding ourselves about collaboration and I was looking at something and I wanted to do something and I almost went into that mind frame and I'm like, no, how can I complement it rather than compete with it? And it it makes a world of difference, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And it's a very exciting time because of it, because I'm seeing more and more groups of people, not just women, but women and men who are wanting to embrace collaboration uh, more from a spiritual perspective. And I love it. I find it exciting. It gives me hope. Mm. And I think that's that's a really key place where intuition comes in, doesn't it? Because we we feel that this other thing isn't authentic. It's jaded. It's this old system of doing things. And our own intuition is guiding us into who we really are and what we're supposed to really be doing. And then it brings people into our orbit. Yes, it does. I like the way you put it. It brings people into our orbit. And I think that's what's supposed to happen now. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me. I think we're birthing a new time because the old ways are having a number of government structures in all different areas and countries begin to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So we need a new way. Oh, yeah. And this, this patriarchal destruction, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. A friend of mine who, who actually follows that, she was saying it's so phenomenal um, on, on a worldwide thing to see countries that have feminine energies, how they're dealing with revolutions, composed to, um, you know, male-driven societies and how they're dealing with revolutions and wars. And it's just so different. And again, it's that collaboration thing, just... Clearly, this is the only way to thrive. The other thing is just we're all going to die that way. I'm afraid you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And and what I find is I'm not just sad for, shall we say, my people here in the States or my group of people. I find when I see violence, I'm sad for the other side as well, because I know the families and mothers there, too, Mm. are grieving. And my heart grieves for all of us, for those for those who might be considered our enemies, shall we say. I yes. agree for them too. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a very interesting time we're living in and it's it's gonna be interesting. I mean I I'm loving just the global awakening that's happening and I think it's it's yeah. we're in we're in a better space than we've been um, when the world has hit other moments like this and other huge wars and everything. So I think there's a lot of good things that can come out of it Uh, I think it's essential now I was looking at your profile and I find it fascinating I mean you're you're in in the world of business you're you're guiding people there you've um you bring in the psychological element as well which I think is really important because people need to know themselves 
And that also kind of goes back to authenticity and just, you know, really getting an understanding of how these structures work and how people interact with these structures. But the other thing that really interested me is that you've got a, a bit of a, a taste for shamanism. Oh, yes. I've worked with a shaman, with one of them in particular, for a, almost 30 years. And I've worked with several others before that. Mm-hmm. And that's because I didn't, I needed to go through a lot of change. I was miserable and I knew it could be different. I just didn't know how to get there. And I didn't find traditional psychotherapy went far enough, even though I was a trained, I'm a trained psychotherapist and I do therapy. Mm-hmm. So I had to search and I did. And it brought me into the world of spirituality and source and connecting with the universe and God and whatever words people like using. But it also showed me a much deeper way of living in that raw primal energy and what that has to do with really our soul's journey. Because that takes us to the place inside that needs to come out, that's really serving our highest good. So then when we're trying to follow structures that don't work for us, okay, however we were raised in our family, our culture, whatever we were conditioned or sometimes even brainwashed with. All right. When we're faced with that versus this inner angst or something isn't right. To me, that's a calling and a much deeper level for something needs to change. And so that's where I find I can be of the greatest service when people are doing what they think they should be doing and things aren't working on any level. Mm -hmm. And what's so fascinating for me in business is because here I thought I'm going to just be teaching business modalities and marketing, et cetera, et cetera. And what I found is why people have so many difficulties is they haven't dealt with a deep enough level of their own inner conflicts, of their own emotional wounds, of whether we want to call it the first chakra of I'm okay okay here on the earth, I can take care of myself, I'm doing what feels right. And the second chakra, all the emotions that have been repressed or pushed down or ignored. It's not important to deal with that abuse. Well, it impacts everything you do (laughs) 30 and 40 years later (laughs) and people don't know it. So what I've been so thoroughly trained in is how to find that core issue for people. (laughs) I mean, you know, I've trained it like, I don't know. I keep adding (laughs) different tools. So it's like well over 40 modalities now and how to do them. So. Well, that's beautiful that you're able to to integrate the best of things and constantly develop that because, I mean, we're, we're, we're constantly learning new things and there's new practices and everyone's different in the, in the way that they learn and implement things. That's true. And I think what got me so into wanting to help people with developing their business intuition is when we had that whole economic crisis, uh, well, I don't know, 07, 08, 09, around there. My income dropped to 50% in like, it was either three or four months, maybe five at the most. It was a shock. I was very comfortable and happy. I didn't need to go and make millions of dollars. I was comfortable with my clientele. I loved doing what I was doing. It worked well for them. It worked well for me. Well, when an income drops 50% and you don't expect that, it's a shock. And then I had bought a property right before that um, in Phoenix for thinking, oh, that might be my good retirement income. Well, with the whole economic crisis, I wound up losing the property and having 50% of my income. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. it's the worst part was 
I had gotten an inclination when I was going to buy this property. I'd gone with a group of like 20, 25 people. We took a bus to Phoenix and they were all buying one, two and three properties. And I said, I really have to buy one, two. And inside I was getting this message. This may not be right for you. And I ignored it. Well, well, I paid a very clear price for ignoring my own intuition. And I just don't want to see people go through that because I see that happens. People have an intuitive knowing and sense. And because someone that they perceive in as authority, because I perceive these people as, oh, they know much more about property than I do. So they're the authority. Mm. They follow what someone else says and it doesn't fit for them. And then there are many negative consequences because of it. So I put together this whole program for helping people. And, and I've said it in my past podcast, like I love, you know, people say go find your niche and, and, and yes, I'm all for that. But even in my model, I like I love the way that very often our niche is our story. And if we just look at what we've got and the, the situations and the, the mirrors we keep getting and the lessons we yeah. often need to learn, the biggest, yeah. those are the things that we so passionately share. So it's, it's just another affirmation of your, your story becomes your, your niche and your, your message for the world. Absolutely, because I had to get through it. I had to turn it around. <laughs> and, and I did. <laughs> so it's, it's getting to, I think often our purpose comes from our wounds, comes from, I think often where we're guided to go next does come from that. That, mm. as you said, is part of our purpose. It becomes our purpose in order for us to go through it. Then we have this desire to help others. At least I do. Yes. And I, I find many other people do. I'm not alone in that. So. No, pre predominantly, I mean, that's the easiest place to find purpose. The other way is to find it for pure creation, but very often we yeah. find it from a space of responding and what we need to go through. But just going back to what you were saying earlier, um, integrating the chakras and this, I mean, we, we all have basic needs to get met. And, okay. um, you know, baseline chakra is pretty much that kind of level. And yet, you know, we're struggling, we're, we're not making ends meet, we're struggling to bring in new clients, we're struggling on all these different elements, and we forget about that. And then we, we look at different areas of our life, and sometimes it works that we look at different areas and those areas heal the other areas, but sometimes we just become so out of tune with what we really need and with that sense of intuition and what, what's really coming up for us, that we end up causing our own destruction. Well, I completely agree with you. And I think part of the issue is for some people is, you know, when I talk about some of the mistakes people make in their business and their career, I think some of it is trying to figure things out only from your head or from what other people told you to do in your family. They wanted you to become a doctor, a lawyer, an attorney. At least I work with many clients who've been through this. And then they get in there, they get these degrees, and then they're miserable. It doesn't fit what their soul needs and what their soul wants. That doesn't necessarily work for them. And uh, then, as you said, they wind up having money problems and financial issues. But what happens is I find people start focusing on what they don't have and what's negative for them. And by doing that, by we'll say focusing on I don't have enough money, they're actually magnetizing to them money deprivation. Or I work with a lot of people where they have to keep writing emails and landing pages and sales pages and opt-in pages and all these things for their business online. 
And so what happens is they go into, I can't write, I'm not good at this. And, and I've done that. Okay, This is what I've experienced. They go into the terror of that one. And so what happens is we magnetize our inability to write. We freeze the energy by doing that. So what we have to focus on is the positive. And so what I train people, what I have them work with their guides for business, their intuition guides, is there's a way of opening that energy so that the guides can come in and help you write and help you come up with the creative ideas so the creativity can flow more. And I have to keep reminding myself to do that myself. Too. You know, it's, oh, I started struggling. Oh, this is hard. And I said, Hello, you teach this. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's it, we, we always like our, our, our first students, and then as we're perfecting it, it, it comes out. But one of the things yeah. that you said there, I think is so important because we're, 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 we're attracting negative things. And then you go, Well, okay, then I'll just talk about the positive things and you're just talking in affirmations and rose tinted shades and like oblivious happy leprechauns and I don't know unicorns it it becomes really unreal and dreamy and and there's no planting things and I think that's also a bit of a mistake because we're taking it to another extreme where we're almost creating a fantasy which again becomes like a carrot on a stick thing and we're, we're purposely almost making that that amazing dream and non-reality because it's so warped and so fantastical that it can never happen. So it's almost like this, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like, you know, talking about what's negative and then you've got this extreme case of like overfluffing things. And then it's like, where do you find the balance in that? Well, I think part of what happens is it's not just about what you're saying to others. It's, The universe picks up our unconscious energy. It picks up our energy in our body. And most people are functioning only about 10% from the conscious level and often maybe only about 7%. So what's really causing or creating your life, your world, your your, uh, success or not success, being unsuccessful, is much more on a body energy level. So it's not just changing your words. You do have to go in there and release the negative holdbacks or energies. And many times, what's really keeping someone stuck when they're 30, 40, and 60 years old are events that went on when they were four and five. And it's unconscious and they don't know it but it is still affecting them. They still may holding the belief on some level that no one in our family does well with money. And as long as that's in there on any level, no matter what they do or say, it won't change until they go in and shift it at that level. That's what I found stops people from really doing well financially and in their business and their careers. And it's a It's an ongoing process to keep clearing it. The way I tell people is if you're not living your life now the way you want, on any level, something's off. And if Mm -hmm. you can't figure out what's off, then you need to get someone who's more expert at it to assist you in the process. And that's where being an empath and an intuitive and, and getting images and being able to go into someone's energy system and track the core of the issue that they're dealing with is really useful. So, you know, my clients call me like the wound whisperer, (laughs) the wound detector. That's what they call me, the wound detector, because I can feel and sense that. And it's an important part of the process. 
So I, I so agree with what you're just saying. Just saying, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars. Well, that's fine. But if that's so far off from your reality, no part of you really believes it. So if you're bringing in 20000 a year, whatever your form of income is, you know, dollars or yen or whatever, and you're going to tell yourself you're going to bring in a million, there's a part of you saying, oh, that, that'll never happen. So you're actually magnetizing the lack of success, staying stuck. So, you know, what you were saying is it's not about going to the fantasy of, Everything being perfect tomorrow, most people would be in terror if it were. (laughs) That most people need baby steps. And some can take bigger leaps later on. (laughs) Of course. But they can't. So it's a real process to get someone through that uh, and to transmute their issues that are really blocking, not just their intuition, but their business success, their career success, or if it's even in the area of love relationships, it's all the same thing. And so the whole foundation for all of it is really about love. And it's really about open to whatever level of spirituality or whatever anyone names it, you know. So I like them to use their own verbiage for it because it's using their belief system. Oh, sure. And it really is a mindset thing. But the, the thing that you were saying with um with the baby steps, I think it's so powerful because we, we kind of, mm-hmm. we look at these Phoenix experiences, but your Phoenix experiences was the result of, of countless hours of work and dedication to oneself because it can never really be an overnight success. It may start with a bang, but there's no shortcuts on the road to success. This is Lena Ski. Thank you for tuning into the Supernova podcast. As I mentioned, the 15th of August is looking as an exciting day. Not only is it the day that I get to officially launch my ebook on Kindle, but I'll also be hosting a official book launch party for for the book, Start With a Bang, Then Glimmer. You can find out more information about that on my Facebook page. Just look for Lena Ski or go to facebook.com forward slash Lena Ski marketing coach you'll also be able to find out more information about how you can get your entry in to win a cosmobiology reading i recently just posted up a blog post on how my chart has helped me shape the way i powerhouse my business and i can just imagine what it's going to do for you so do not forget to get your entries in you've got until the end of the 15th of august to do so and looking forward to supporting you in your journey to greatness. Till next time.